Hello there. Welcome back to the 58 West King podcast. I am Tony Cosentino, and today Matt joins me to talk AFC East and West draft picks, our May Fitness Fest, and corned beef recipes. Enjoy. Matt, welcome back to the show. How you been, buddy? I've been good, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me back. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Is that a is that Roger Goodell sitting behind you? Uh, yeah. So I found um, you know I'm, I found my way into Roger Goodell's study. So uh, he's uh, he's got his legs open right behind me, and mm-hmm. his crotch is like right behind the back of your neck. The commissioner crotch is right behind the back of my neck. I got a commissioner and commissioner behind me. Oh, Matt sandwich. <laughs> Bread, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of sandwich. Perfect. It's good. It's tasty. All right. So before we get into the meat of the show, uh, we're going to ask each other a couple questions here. So what do you got for me? Uh, what do I got for you? So you're a dad. I, I've asked some of the other managers dad-related questions. You have a, you have a girl and a boy. So you, One of each. One of each. Um, how hard are you on your son? I don't have any sons. I have two daughters. So I don't, you know, how hard are you on your son? Uh, not as hard as I was on my oldest, my daughter. So I was very hard on them or on her when she was younger. So I've kind of, I saw my error and uh, we kind of talked to them more now, you know, instead of just, just straight up busting out the paddle. We didn't do that, but more, more talking, less, less spanking, but uh, expectations are pretty similar for both of them. We're fair. What about you? Uh, so my oldest daughter is 10. So she's stepdaughter. Um, so, she, but she's a really good kid. So it's been really easy mm-hmm. or had to spank her anything. My two-year-old is begging to be spanked on a daily basis. So we're, we don't want to be those parents. Uh, mm-hmm. My parents were those parents. I turned out fine. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, I, but I don't see us not throwing some physical discipline in there at some point. Yeah, the, I think, I think the, the trick is you've got to find what they love and just rip it away from them. She's, I, the other night, perfect example, it's a quick story. It's uh, 1130 PM. She's two. It's time. It's been time for bed for quite some time. She will not go to sleep. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. We closed her her room where it has all her toys. We closed that door, locked it, turned all the lights off in the house. And then we went and lay down in bed. And I hear her playing with my shoe. She is, she just, she finds something everywhere. But that's, all right, it's tough. She's a smart kid. Well, no working. As she gets older, you know, she'll start latching on to electronics, TV shows, types of food, and just start ripping those away from her. Gotcha. You control them with the rewards. Fair enough. All right. All good right. advice. Uh, for you, um, so I think we may have talked about this before, but what do you do to kind of relieve stress to kind of, you know, wind down? I know I know you're working a lot right now, given the situation on your end. I am. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. Uh, I drink and I play video games. Okay. And I know things. Uh, you know I'm looking forward. To a, I'm looking forward to the fitness challenge because I'm in the worst shape that I've been. In, so it'll be good for me to get things back on track. Okay. What you're saying is you're Tyrion Lannister with an Xbox. I'm Tyrion Lannister with an Xbox, correct? And okay. yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So let's move on to our post-draft results. Uh, we're going to recap the AFC East and West today. So without further ado, are you ready to get started? I am. All right. Let's do it. All right, so I'm going to start with the AFC East first team. Uh, we'll start with Buffalo. So we're looking at Buffalo's picks. Uh, they drafted not that high. Uh, this is probably one of the first years in a while that they drafted um, to- not as high up in the rounds. They didn't even have a first-round pick, actually. They ended up trading that when they got rid of last year. So uh, their first pick was the 22nd pick of the second round, um, and they took a defensive end, A.J. Espinosa. Also should start to be an immediate starter for them, which would be good to tell bolster that defense. They made some moves in the offseason to get the offense back up. And then you look at the rest of the positions, and it's a lot of skill positions. 
running back, wide receiver, quarterback, uh, wide receiver, and then a cornerback at the very end. So, you know, they went for a defensive end early. Um, they didn't really fulfill their offensive line needs that some would have thought they needed to do. Josh Allen did a whole lot of running around for his life, which worked out for them. Much. Um, but they didn't really do much to address that need. Uh, but they did, you know, throw some speed guys, throw some weapons on the outside and try to get them some dynamic playmakers. So I kind of like what they did. Kind of like what they did. Yeah, I think if you look at it with the trade they made uh, with Minnesota, Diggs was essentially their first-round pick, maybe. Correct, and then, exactly. So, yeah. exactly. I, I do like Zach Moss there. I think he's a pretty good complement to Devin Singletary. So he'll be able to take some of that early down and goal line work. Yeah, yeah. it should be one of the better combos. I mean, of two, you know, especially young running backs and mm-hmm. one team that the league has, which would be good for him. Yep. And then from, I think a lot of people have followed him, high school and then college yeah. to Georgia there. So he's starting his career as a backup. I was kind of surprised. I wasn't kind of, I mean, I guess the fifth round, it's a fifth round. Why not? All right. We'll move on to uh, next would be Miami and Miami had a good draft. In my opinion, I think they had a really good draft. You're looking at last year, the whole thing was tank for two, right? Tank for two was whole last year's mantra. Uh, so they, you know, long story short, they did, they did not tank last year. They didn't do great, but they, I think they put some stuff together at the end of the season. Um, they got their guy two at five, which probably would have went first overall in a different year. So that's huge for them. And then, they, you know, they surrounded them with some position, position players that are going to help out. They drafted one, two, three offensive linemen, uh, one, two defensive tackles, a couple defensive ends, a couple cornerbacks, trying to bolster up that defense. Um, I don't know that two is going to go in and start right away. They're probably going to want to break him in easy, and having Fitzpatrick there should should help matters out. So, um, yeah, I think they had a good draft. They addressed pretty much all their needs. It's still a little shoddy at running back, but you're hoping healthy to uh, can do some things with, with his feet that'll help kind of offset that need. So, yeah, they got a lot of beef on the line, offensive and defensive side of the ball. They got two, uh, but one thing they kind of didn't address was uh, any skill positions. So I think that backfield is Jordan Howard's and Matt Breedis. And then yep. this is, I think this was good for, you know, any dynasty owners who might have stock in Preston Williams uh, or Devontae Park- Parker, because their replacements were not drafted, at least this year, uh, maybe next year. And maybe that's the, that's the goal for Miami is to be competitive next year. Who knows? But I, I agree with you. I don't think he's playing right away. From, from what I'm seeing, it looks like they're going to put a, they're putting more time and effort into the defense um, based on, I mean, I feel like they, they, they think that they know that Ryan Fitzpatrick can put some points up. At least he showed that at the end of the last year. So I think they'll roll that out there, that offense, so that version of that offense, and then just really try to bolster up the defense to see what mm-hmm. they can do. I, the AFC East is wide open, so I don't yeah. see any reason they shouldn't be able to compete. Uh, moving on to the next team, we'll look at the aforementioned New England Patriots, um, who did the most New England Patriots thing. I mean, death taxes and the Patriots trading out of the first round. I think that's that's about the only three certainties in life. Um, New England t- traded out of the round. They took a Kyle Duggar safety, who's a good safety, who, who really mirrors what Bill Belichick likes to do on defense. Safeties who can get after the ball, who have good size, who have a good combination of speed and size. Um, that, you know, that limit the big playability of other teams when they're, when they're uh, faced against them. Uh, then they went after defensive end, offensive line, offensive linemen. They're, they had two third-round picks. Um, both of them, they went after tight end. The, first, the last time they did that same thing, they drafted Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Uh, I'm not saying that these guys are those people by any stretch of the imagination, but you know, a lot of people will, tr- will trust Obi-Wan, Bill Belichick himself, and assume that he knows what he's doing. Well, Devin Asiasi is coming out of, very, he's coming out of a very prestigious university. So. Very prestigious university. Future is <laughs> I forgot you're a UCLA fan too. Yeah. Uh, and then they got you know, uh, Dalton Keene from Virginia Tech. 
And then they, you know, they picked uh, Justin, Justin three percenter Roarhauser, <laughs> Roarwasser. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> luckily for them, I think they can blame COVID nineteen and not being able to do their in person interviews and due diligence to see that. I, it's it, it's inter- it'll be interesting to see what they do with him because it's already creating the kind of negative. Was buzz. it the dog? Did the dog draft him? Was that the t- was that when he was in the chair? Yeah, probably. But let's yeah. be honest: if there's any team that can draft that guy and the fans not get that pissed off, it's probably probably the New England Patriots. So I don't I don't I don't think he'll get cut. Um, they really didn't address their biggest need, which I think their biggest need would be a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did not draft a quarterback at all, and. They haven't signed a quarterback. My guess is they will be signing one soon. So I saw a lot of defensive players that they picked up. Um, again, like Miami, kind of a lack of skill positions. So maybe that's what they're targeting next year. Maybe this year coming up is a wash for them. Maybe it's Buffalo's year. Who knows? But I, I, I think they're looking next year to to get their quarterback and maybe some skill positions for the future. Yeah, because they, they, they do not have a whole lot of skill positions. They, it's just weird to think of Belichick taking the year off. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, maybe it's just because the last 20 plus years have been, They've been maybe it's time for them to take a year top, mm-hmm. a year off, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll move to the last team, uh, the New York Jets. Um, and, you know, smartly with the 11th pick overall, uh, they took Makai Becton, um, big offensive tackle, big. Um, they're probably not going to play him in offensive tackle. I mean, it'll be interesting what they do with him, but um, they need to protect. They need to protect uh, yeah. Sam Darnold. They, Keep they him have upright. To. Yep. He was running for his life. I think they gave up, if not the most, second most sacks last year, um, if I read that correctly. Uh, either way, their run game, their, their entire offense was anemic because they could not protect at all. Mm-hmm. So he should slate in, start immediately, and help protect uh, Sam Darnold and then also that one game, try to get them on board. Uh, then they got Denzel Mims in the second round from Baylor. Good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, another weapon to throw on the outside. You know, they obviously they lost uh, Bobby Anderson, right? Robbie Anderson, they lost, yep. They, they lost Robbie Anderson. So, they, you know, they, they, another guy that can come in should be able to start right off the bat. Um, they took a couple defense players, and they got some more skilled players at the end of the draft. They took a running back out of Florida, Makai Perrine, um, who's got good ratings. He was rated higher. Mm-hmm. Kind of went in the fourth round, so it's good for them. And then they took James Morgan, who I'd be honest, I'd never heard of. Quarterback out of Florida International. So, it's back up. But. Yep, I agree with you. Offensive line needs were filled. Uh, wide receiver needs were filled. And then Mims should slide in and have some opportunity right away. Defense should be still trash. I don't know that they're going to be able to. They didn't really do anything with linebacker in offseason or in the draft. So I don't. You should be able to run the ball against them. So fire up AFC East running backs six times a year. Six times a year. Copy that. All right. So moving over to the AFC West, I'll take these teams here. So I'll start it off with Kansas City. First round, they took Clyde Edwards Hilaire out of LSU, running back. Uh, second round, Willie Gay out of Mississippi State, so a linebacker. Uh, next round, they took an offensive tackle out of TCU, Lucas Nyang. They took a safety, a defensive end, and a quarterback with their next three picks. Uh, not the best draft from a long-term football business point of view for Kansas City, but for uh, from a short-term fantasy point of view, you, can, you can't not be excited for Edwards Hilaire on this team. Uh, I see him as an upgrade over Damian Williams, so kind of excited to see how that works out uh, in that backfield. Especially in that offense. I mean, oh, it should yeah. be yeah, yeah, for sure. It's tasty. Any other thoughts on Kansas City? Uh, no, I mean they were. I mean they're the best team in the NFL. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl, so they're, they're pretty stout anyway. Um, the fact you know to get that guy at that position should, like you, should, like you said, should slate in and be immediate luxury, luxury pick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, next team is the LA Chargers. So first round, they got their quarterback of the future and Justin Herbert out of Oregon. Uh, next, they picked up a linebacker Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. 
And then uh, probably the best running back uh, in the draft out of another prestigious university, UCLA. <laughs> Not being serious, but uh, they picked up a wide receiver, a safety, and another wide receiver. KJ Hill at Ohio State at the end. Um, can't help but notice they didn't take an offensive tackle. Probably one of their one of their big needs. And then also they didn't really draft a replacement for Melvin Gordon. I know they got Kelly there. You can't compare him to Melvin Gordon. No, I, I uh, think so, they're going to lean on Eckler. Yep, that's what I was going to say. I think Eckler, that's his backfield. So Yeah, Eckler was uh, watching the draft. He was super excited. And I'm sure Tyrod uh-huh. Taylor was super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they drafted they, they drafted Herbert. Um, I have my doubts about Herbert's ability to come mm-hmm. in and start right off the bat. I, it'll be Tyrod's team for at least a little while, if not the entire season. Yeah, yeah. if he keeps them in, in uh, playoff contention, I can see Tyrod taking this first season with Herbert kind of learning the playbook uh, on the bench. Uh, I think Kelly will get some action in the backfield, and he could overtake Jackson. That was about the only yeah. thing I had to say about the Chargers. Yep. Next is the Denver Broncos. So good draft for them. First round, they went with Jerry Judy instead of a, a tall quarterback. So good job. I don't know if they just had Elway away from the keyboard and cell phone or what, but he didn't draft a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, they took KJ Hamler out of Penn State, another receiver. And then Michael O.J. Mudia, a cornerback at Iowa. Uh, they took a couple offensive linemen, a defensive tackle, linebacker, another wide receiver towards the end, Tyree Cleveland. I think Drew Locke is set up for success. Like, he doesn't have any excuses now. The O-line's decent. They have a backfield, but they got Freeman. They have Phil Lindsay. They have Melvin Gordon. Uh, receiver, you got Sutton. You have Jerry Judy. You have Noah Fant. I mean, there is no reason. He has no They're excuses loaded. this I mean, next this coming season, right? He's set up for success for the next few years. He's a big question mark on that team because mm-hmm. otherwise they're, they're loaded. And then uh, the Chris Harris hole is kind of still to be filled. They traded for uh, A.J. Bouye, uh, that rookie out of Iowa, Michael O.J. Mudia. Uh, he, I saw he ranked outside the top 20, but he's 6'1", 200 pounds. He played a lot of uh, zone in press, so he should he should fit in well with Fangio's cover two and the quarter schemes that he runs. So I'm assuming that's what their plan is with him. Yep. The Las Vegas Raiders. I keep oh, wanting to yeah. say Oakland. This is still this one's going to be tough for me for a while. <laughs> uh, first round, they went with uh, they they went and made an Al Davis pick here. They took Henry Ruggs. Yeah, they resurrected Al Davis from the grave and picked <laughs> the fastest man in the draft. <laughs> yeah, celebrity celebrity pick for sure. So Henry Ruggs. He's going to jump in there right away. They took a cornerback, Damon Arnett. They took Lynn Bowden. They took Brian Edwards, who a lot of experts like. Um, they took a safety, an offensive guard, and another corner later on in the draft. Uh, with the Raiders, you look at the wide receiver core. They have rugs now to kind of to stretch the field. Brian Edwards has good hands. He's going to get everything uh, kind of 10 yards in. Your possession receiver, you got Renfro over the middle, Waller over the middle. So I was looking at the draft picks and what they already have, and I, I kind of think that Tyrell Williams – Post-2020 is kind of the expendable. He's the odd man out here. Yep, I agree. I, although he's – Williams got speed too. You got to think that they're going to want to try to – and obviously with rugs, they're going to try to stretch the field, open things up for, for Jacobs. They want to see – he want they want him to see less stacked boxes. Um, and Waller and Renfro weren't exactly giving you that. So so I, I get the pick. It's just funny. It's just a classic, nostalgic, fastest kind of draft. I don't think it was a bad pick. In previous years, we would have said it was, mm-hmm. but it was just, I don't know. It just, uh, it brought me back to simpler times. Well, they got the Chiefs in the division, right? So they got to keep up with the Chiefs. Everybody's Absolutely. trying to keep up with the Chiefs. All right. Anything to add on any of these teams? Uh, no, no. I think we hit all the main points. So we're going to hit up the rest of the divisions two at a time in the next three episodes. But let's go ahead and pause for a moment for station identification. 
What's going on, everybody? Here to talk to you about Anchor, which is the podcast app that you should be using. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's what we use to make this here podcast. It's free, it's easy to use, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere that podcasts are available. Do me a favor, do yourself a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Start up that podcast on Four Leaf Clovers and Guinness. Start up that podcast on corned beef and do it through Anchor. Once again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started back to the show and we're back next i'd like to do a quick rundown of the fitness fest you mentioned earlier so a group of us are doing this competition it's a four-week competition starting in may Um, it's going to be a team-based competition there's four categories teams are going to work together to reach uh, various milestones and these are going to be in the strength the cardio the guided workout think yoga think p90x insanity etc and then also a burpee category which is insane Um, nate likes to do those he went ham uh, last year for the last competition we did, and he blew everyone out of the water. So I anticipate he will be doing the same with you guys here coming up. As far as where we got the idea, we've been doing this since January 2019. So this is, I believe, our fifth one. We do it quarterly. And uh, so Joe Rogan did a sober October. They stopped drinking, stopped doing drugs, you know, all that. We're not really asking people to stop drinking. Not sure if they're doing drugs. That's that's the personal decision for them. But we're we're basically coming together and trying to develop, you know, good habits working out, eating, whatever. So we invited you to join, kind of gave you a rundown. It hasn't started yet. Any thoughts about the competition before we, before we begin next week? Uh, I, I, two things. One, I need, I need it because I need a reason and motivation to do the things that I know I need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you some background on me for people who don't know me. Um, I'm 32 years old. Uh, I'm the heaviest I've been, which isn't crazy heavy. I'm not gonna give the exact number, but it's, it's up there. I'm still wearing extra large shirts, but it's still heavy for me. Uh, and I have uh, heart problems. I've got, I was born, I've had three open heart surgeries in my life. So, and I'm getting to be the age where I need to start taking better care of myself for my daughters and family's sake. So, um, I was excited for the opportunity to join. So thank you. Uh, on the other end, um, yeah, I'm, I'm panicking a little bit at some of the numbers and milestones that I'm supposed to be hitting. Um, I, you, I, you know, I'm in a little group text with you, Nate and Angela, and I see some of the texts like, I'll run 10 miles today, ran four miles today. I don't think I've ran 10 miles combined in the last three years. So you start small, Matt, you start small and you work your way up. It's just about consistency, forming good habits. Absolutely. Uh, I also have a physically demanding job, which, you know, I like, I work 11, 12 hour days and I'm, I walk probably 20, 30,000 steps on top, but you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can do and I'll, I'll be good. But I just, I it's not like I sit in an office all day and don't do anything. I, I do have a physical based job. Yeah. And that's uh that's part of the holding it, holding people accountable. You have other people on your team to hold you accountable. In addition to the competition, there's four teams going. Uh, every team has at least three people on it. That's something that was recommended early on. A lot of people enjoy being accountable to someone else. So we kind of, yeah, absolutely. I don't want to let somebody down. You're not, I don't think you're going to let anybody down. Like I said, just, just start small and work your way up. No one's, oh, gonna, no, yeah. no one's here to make fun of you. They're here to help build you up. Cool. But I'm definitely looking forward to getting that started. All right. Miscellaneous. This is a fun category today. We're going to talk two versus two basketball. Got it. But for this one, I'm putting you and Josh on the court against Henry and Nate. So East coast versus West coast. So just, you know, how tall, what you're capable of on the court. Um, yep. You and Josh are. For Henry, yep. he's about five six, five seven. Not good at basketball. Okay, um, he's been crossed over and he's fallen on his back and severely injured himself before. That happened in New oh. Mexico. That's, oh, a, that's okay. a fact. And then okay. Nate, Nate has a good jump shot. Uh, he's about Josh's height. 
He has a post game. He can rebound. He has a good mid-range game, uh, but uh, high basketball, high, high sports IQ. So that's what you're dealing with. So who wins and why? We win. Okay, why? Uh, Josh played high school basketball. He's actually really good. And I hate saying that because I like I hate saying Josh is good at basketball. Josh has a really good three-point shot. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good at passing the ball. He has a good basketball IQ. Um, I'm also pretty good at basketball, believe it or not. Um, I haven't been playing as much lately, but when I was going to the gym regularly, I was playing pickup basketball at a 24-hour gym four or five days a week. Um, and before that, when I was in college, I played pickup basketball with Cal State Fullerton basketball team about five days a week. Um, I'm good at getting rough. Like, I'm good at getting rebounds, even though I'm 5'11". Unless, you, unless you're going to start calling fouls, which by all means, do it, and then I'll roast you on the message boards afterward. Um, I, I play dirty, man. I, like, I get down low. I bump. I grind. I, uh, I've out-rebounded guys that are 6'4", and, like, and they get very upset about it. So I take us. I've played with you. You're you're good at boxing out. You definitely play physical, and I, I agree with with you. Josh Josh has some game. We played. I think Mo was out there too, and we played like 21 or something, two on two, maybe. I don't remember, but I do remember playing with Josh, and it was frustrating some of the moves he had. So yeah, I, I would also give this one to you guys. Nate would carry that team, but I think at the end, uh, having Henry on that team would just be too much. So good call. I'd love to see it happen, play out in real I life. I would love to see it too. Yes, yeah, geographically out. separated. So yeah maybe someday maybe someday maybe if i don't know we should win some money somehow somebody needs to win the lottery so we can make all these dreams come true man. yeah i agree all right matt this was fun i appreciate your time and effort i know you're there working hard and i also appreciate your unconditional love so until next time oh love you bye see you later man